Good day um, and greetings from Norway. So, for the first time, I'm making a live stream on YouTube, and I will share it later on my Facebook page also to talk a little bit around some visions and experiences that I've had dating back from as early as 1994, but never felt ready to release any of it, um, to speak necessarily about it to other people. And with everything that is happening now, it, um, that um, urgent also my heart that I can share these things, that I can speak about it. Um, and I will read some of the things and then I will talk also about it. Um, so in 1994 is, is the first one that I want to start with. Um, and I want to start by reading the scripture. It is from Isaiah 66, verse 15 to 16. And this is what it says. For behold, the Lord will come in fire and his chariots like the whirlwind to render his anger in fury and his rebuke with flames of fire. For by fire will the Lord enter into judgment and by his sword with all flesh and those slain by Lord shall be many. So this happened way back with the 94 with the outpouring of the Holy Spirit movement. Um, I'm quite sure some of you might be familiar with it and some not. And there's lots of mixed feelings around it, um, if it was from God or not. And that is not what I want to discuss today. What I want to talk about is that in one of those meetings, somebody in the meeting stood up and shouted, Open the gates, for the Lord is coming with his chariots. And everybody was really excited about what's happening. Um, including me. And then immediately God gave me the scripture in Isaiah 66, verse 15 to 16. Um, but you can read the whole Isaiah 66. It, it explains a lot more also. And at first, it was very strange for me. Why would, if this is a good thing that is happening, why will God give me this scripture that talks about his judgment? And I knew back then that God said to me, um, first, you will render judgment to his house, which is the church. Because he wants a pure and blameless church, people that truly believe him, truly uh, follow after him with, with his heart. You know, um, when we look at the scripture, when um, God said to David, you are a man after my own heart, which is um, truly fascinating if you think about the facets of David, the things that he did uh, today will not qualify him for ministry if he lived today, I can tell you that. But yet God said about David, you are a man after my own heart. And that is so important to understand. And this came with me from 1994, where I absolutely knew that I could not release what, what, I, what God told me, because 
everybody was so in the the movement and, and the blessing. And this year, I truly felt now God says to me, now you can release these words, you can share it with the people. And now that churches in some countries are forcefully closed down and people are streaming online, just like I'm doing right now probably, and others do the same. Um, the gathering of people together ceased are ceasing for a while, unless you are a small group that comes together in your house to, to celebrate um, the Lord Jesus and to, to completely worship Him, to, to, to you, you know what I mean, to, but it's a small group. Um, the church, like the early church almost, when, where people met in the houses, they didn't go to the synagogues or the temples and, and preach Jesus, um, from the pulpit there, if they did that, they were immediately arrested by by the, the authorities, the Jewish or, or the Roman authorities, if they did these things. So, the next vision that I saw was the wall after that, where Jesus came, I saw Jesus in the spirit, like I did not see him physically like I'm sitting here, but I saw the spirit in standing in front of each person in the church. And then what was interesting is in his one hand, he had a pair of sandals. And in the other hand, he had a sickle, a sickle where you can harvest with. And he asked the people, are you ready to take the gospel? Are you ready to go for the harvest? And many people did not take the shoes, that did not take the sickle because they were so in that moment enjoying the presence of God and the blessing of God upon their lives that people were not willing to go at that point. But now I believe God is asking us exactly the same question. Here is your shoes, here is your sandals. We know that scripture that says how beautiful or the feet of those that take the gospel. John 4 speaks about it, that the harvest is already standing white for the harvest, and that we will enter into the labors of other people, not labors where we labor. So the harvest is ready, other people is labor, but we need that sickle, we need to be able to take the harvest off. We need to go. One of the big things that has been prophesied for 2020 and beyond is the great harvest that will come in. But before the great harvest can come in, God wants a church that is ready, that is willing to bring in the great harvest. And that is important. Because if the church is not ready, we cannot simply go to office and introduce people to look like us, follow our church's teaching. No, you have to become a member of our church, then we can baptize you. Then this, then that. No. How many people that John the Baptist baptized belong to his church? 
How many of the, the people that the disciples of Jesus baptized belong to the church of Jesus? You see, so this is why God is giving me this word to release right now, is to say, come on. You know, this is the time for you to take your sandals, to, to take your sickle and go into the harvest. But the judgment is going to come on us first, where God will say to us, come in right standing with me. Find me, search for me, that I can draw near to you, that I can make you a man, a woman, after my own heart. And this is my, a very urgent message, because we can continue with church as it is, and we can say, awesome, great, let's go, go on with, with this. Let us go to church, let us give our money at the church, let us have our home meeting, and let other people do the work. But the job of the fivefold ministry, um, if you are called in the fivefold ministry, our, our work is to equip the people for the work of the gospel. We have to take people of milk, and we have to start giving people meat to eat. The people are not there to, to, to follow us. We are there to equip them so that they can be out bringing healing to people, bringing salvation to people, not for them to invite people into the church for salvation. That is what we have to do is to equip people to do that work. And that is, is the judgment will start with us. We cannot simply just Keep on going. And in this time of coronavirus, it is um, interesting. In certain countries, countries are total lockdown. You have to be at home. Pastors has to be at home. So we can either continue like normal, or we can say the following. We will change. We will seek after God. We will start studying the Word of God. We will understand what is written in the books of Isaiah, of Jeremiah, um, Zechariah, Daniel, all the other books. Because in there is the key to how we will get through these times and what God wants from us. And I truly believe that God wants to take us back to that first century church. Um, the power they had, the authority that that church carried, where the shadow of Peter was healing people, where they got to the gate and pulled the guy up and he was healed immediately and he could walk. But at the same time, where they endured prison beatings, they did not value their own life above what they were sent to do. The first century church also came to the place where it said that nobody lacked anything because everybody shared with everybody. If your brother was lacking, you, you physically helped him. Not, brother, I will pray for you and you send the guy home. 
If we have enough clothing in the house and a guy hasn't got enough clothing because he's going to be cold or whatever, then I have to take some of that stuff and give it away to him. Do I need five TVs in my house? Uh, it's just a reality. Of the gospel, Matthew 25 talks about it. Earlier I was talking also about the fast um, that the Lord requires. And the fast that the Lord requires is not that you necessarily stop eating and fast and pray be spiritual. But the spiritual part of the fast of the Lord is that you start caring for your brother, providing for him if he can't do it himself. That is the fast of the Lord. So, I will make some other videos also about the other visions and things that I've seen and through these things because I think it's so relevant for this time and this period that we move into. But at the same time, I want to urge you to, um, and this is also a this video in the Passover weekend. Um, I call it Passover because that's the right word to use. Um, and we have to remember it is when the ten plagues came upon Egypt, that's where it started, the shadow of what was to be. Then Jesus came, the perfect Passover sacrifice for us. This is why it's so important for us to take the shoes, to take the sickle. In Passover time, from now on, because we, it's great that God passes over you, but we have to take the gospel to other people so that they can also be passed over because they know the loving God. We have to stop walking in love towards one another. Stop the gossiping and call it prayer. So I just want to urge everybody today, let us put our eyes onto Jesus again. Let us not focus on him. Let's not meditate him. Let us study the words that is in the Bible ourselves. We are privileged to have that. For the first, if I'm correct, it was about 300 years. The church did not have a Bible. Some people might have fragments of the Torah or letters and copies of letters that Paul and Peter and um, Luke and some was writing, or not even all of it. They had to go completely on the leading of the Holy Spirit most of the time, hearing the voice of God, building a strong church. So I just want to urge, let us this time find God again. Because it will be so important after this, if we want to reap the harvest that was prophesied, it will start with us. Thank you for listening, friends. And, and, and I just said, go pray today and meditate on the word of God.